Welcome back to Round 12, the podcast that will always be dedicated to growth, development, and motivational mastery. I am your host, Sensei Roger B. Hamilton. Thank you for joining us again today for another episode of the Round 12 podcast series. Let's go get it. Do your business, but enjoy yourself too. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to let it go. Can't let this thing called love get away from you. Feel free right now, go do what you want to do. Can't let nobody take it. important to be about it and handle your business when you're supposed to and how you're supposed to and be responsible and be committed and for all intents and purposes do you do you with effectiveness with purpose with drive with determination and with a sense of excellence guiding your way this perspective is not just my perspective it's across the board the winning method as has been presented by many smart and successful people along the way. And it's a good direction for the human being to travel in. Even when you mess up, even when you are confused, or even when you're uncertain and in the dark, 
These principles are a guiding light for getting down the road. But here's the thing. If you can't find happiness in all that and enjoy yourself sometime, you may be in for some trouble. Honestly, no matter how hard you work without adding a sense of play in the mix, you may never enjoy the truest fruits of your labor. Smile a little bit, laugh a little bit, joke a little bit, and look with strength and focus toward what's good and not so much what's not. Each week I publish this podcast episode and I talk about a host of things, or I tell a story, or I interview someone for their story. But for this week's episode, in honor of the year 2020 and clear vision, I propose that we take each of the next 52 weeks or take these 52 principles to add to our repertoire and fine-tune our ability to enjoy ourselves along the way. And while we never assume that the world around us is perfect, but how we see it is how we be it. So listen up to see what you think about these 52 steps in the right direction. Assume the best in others. A key to being happier in life is to make the decision to assume that the people around you have good intentions. They are operating to the best of their ability, and they mean you no harm. When you decide to err on the side of assuming others have good motives, you protect yourself from living with a negative mindset. Now, does that mean that you should put your guard all the way down and set yourself up to be harmed? No. It just means that maybe if we think good thoughts, good results may come as well. You can never accomplish anything by thinking the opposite of what you want. If you want good relationships, then believe in them in the first place. Talk to yourself as nicely as you would talk to a friend. We use language and phrases about ourselves that would be completely unacceptable for us to say to anyone else. Make a rule starting today that you will talk to and about yourself the same way you would talk to and about your closest friend. Doing this is one of the most important key ways to be happy every day. You've heard me call it positive self-talk in the past, and it can never be overstated that emphasizing the good things about yourself can balance out the challenges of improving the rest. Focus on your faith. Listen, whatever you believe in, whatever God is your God, whatever guiding principles determine how you live, live them strong. Let them guide you and direct you and calm you. Our standards and direction and good human principles make so much difference in the quality of our lives. What many of us already know by experience has been proven by research. People of faith in something are much happier and find more sustained joy in their life. Start dedicating a little more time for prayer today. And maybe it's not about praying for things as much as it's praying for growth. Spend time with people who build you up. When we intentionally choose to spend time with those who are supportive, positive, and encouraging, we acquire a positive mindset and are happier. When we find ourselves surrounded by people who are negative, critical, and hurtful, it steals our peace, our happiness, and our joy. Surround yourself with those people who lift you up, not the ones who tear you down. Be yourself. Be yourself and you can free yourself. Come on now. You have to make efforts to be yourself because everybody else is already taken. 
Get your identity piece straight and allow yourself to be the person you were created to be. And then surround yourself with those who love you for who you really are. And you cannot go wrong. Even scientists have studied those people at the end of their lives for clarity. And the most common regret is, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Look at your failures as the fertile ground your future successes will grow in. Just like plants, our lives can't grow on hard, rocky, dried up, shaky ground. As you immediately start searching for balance from the time you take your first wobbly steps as a toddler and then all the way to adulthood, you will fail as a natural part of your learning. You will drop the ball, no doubt about it. However, Learning to see your failures as steps along the path to success will change how you view your missteps and how you live your life with quality and belief. Give your dream a chance and go for it. When you believe in yourself and your goals, the universe has a way of honoring that belief and assisting you towards your vision. One could argue that God plants dreams in us just like he gives us certain talents and gifts. And, he, and, and it has been said, your life is a gift from God. But what you do with it is your gift to God. If you have a dream that just won't go away, and that dream will in some way make the world a better place, start making plans to achieve it. As soon as possible. Write out exactly what your vision is, then find resources and people who can help you get there. And if you can conceive it and believe it, my friend, you can achieve it. Change one habit at a time for long-term success. Once you get on the road to self-improvement, you can begin with a roadmap of the things you want to improve or change and then attack your list accordingly. However, like trying to eat the whole sandwich in one bite, which can't work, take a nibble at a time, take a step at a time, pace yourself, then check yourself before you wreck yourself along the way. Build a good platform for clarity and direction. Be patient. Brooklyn wasn't built in a day. Don't try to change everything all at once. You'll feel much more accomplished and more likely to set and reach higher goals when you set a steady pace. Let go of toxic relationships. Enough said. There is no question that some connections we make along the way are less than productive for us, but many times we don't let them go in time to stop the madness, and we wind up becoming victims of our own loyalty. While loyalty is a good trait, being committed to the absolute wrong individuals can drain the life right out of us. No doubt that some people are emotional vacuum cleaners. They just can't get enough praise, attention, control, or love, so they make every effort to suck the spirit right out of us. They often start out very charming when you first meet them, but over time you realize your interactions with this person are negative and more harmful than beneficial. Get a handle on this as soon as you can. No offense to anybody, but let's stop the madness. As some grandmothers would say, don't let sick people make you sick, baby. Let go of unhealthy relationships so you can enjoy a healthy life. Be open to new friends. Yes, we're putting this right after let go of toxic relationships for a reason. 
Sometimes after we have ended a painful relationship, we close ourselves off and don't want to risk going through the pain again. Research shows that the quality of our relationships is the most significant factor in our overall happiness during our lifetime. It's worth it to find and invest in great relationships. Practice being grateful every day. Let me tell you something. There are so many things in this life to be thankful for. This podcast isn't long enough, and we would never have enough time to list them all. But you know what? They are, and don't forget to check in and count your blessings. It's a healthy and important thing to do to keep it all in perspective. Stay grounded and acknowledge what your benefits are. And remember not to take things for granted. Nothing is guaranteed. If you can, identify three things that you're grateful for at the end of each day. You'd be surprised how this simple action can reduce anxiety, increase peace, and set the tone for a great day tomorrow. Focus on how far you've come. It's easy to focus on how much work we have to do and how far away our big goal is, but it's equally important for us to celebrate how far we've come. Take time to celebrate our progress. Even if we are celebrating baby steps, it keeps us feeling accomplished and not overwhelmed. Turn off the TV and get a hobby. No offense to TV, y'all. But I heard somebody's grandfather say, don't sit soaking sour, boy. Get up. Doing something we love that requires us to move a little is great for our brain and our happiness level. Now, I like chess, karate, boxing and wrestling, but you might like photography or gardening or, or biking or just playing walking with a friend. It doesn't matter what you do. Just find something that you love and run with it. Get outside and get some fresh air. I'm preaching to you and as always to myself as well on this one. I tend to work way too many hours on my laptop when I'm in, in the groove in business and leading others in classes, teaching others. And it can be easy to forget that there's an outside world, too. Research shows that just a few minutes out in nature boosts your mood, increases your joy and reduces stress. Complain less. My son Ali has gotten me accustomed to the phrase, say less, which seems to be a translation of no need to keep talking or to say more because I understand. So as we move forward with this one, all I can say is complain less and celebrate more. Have you ever listened to somebody complain and thought to yourself, this is so helpful. I always feel so uplifted when I hear you constantly complain. No, of course not. You hate it. It has a negative effect on you and everyone else who's listening, including the person complaining. I always think of that person standing in line at some type of retail store, complaining that the line is too long and going on and on about it to you standing there with them. I always think, if you don't like this line, get out of it and come back later or something, but stop trying to make me unhappy along with you. Make the decision today to complain less and compliment more. You'll feel positive results instantly when you do. Overcome fear and anxiety by identifying your level of control. On any given day, there are a million things you could worry about. 
identifying the real concerns, not perceived ones, and then releasing what is out of your control will keep you from being overcome by fear of the unknown. The acronym for F-E-A-R has been described as false education appearing real and gives some level of explanation into why we should examine and conquer as many of our fears as possible because false anything is not something you want to perpetuate in your head and heart. Don't be a victim. Always believing that others are at fault for the negative things that happen in your life can become a bad habit. It's called having a victim mentality, and it's a very negative mindset with very negative and potentially isolating results. It can often take a professional counselor to train someone how not to view themselves as a victim. Don't be afraid to seek help if you need it and practice accepting responsibility for what happens to you. And always consider yourself being number one in every life process to daily enlarge your perspective. Make the firm decision to enjoy yourself more. Have you ever just made the decision to do more stuff towards your own happiness? Most people haven't. But it's much easier to act yourself into a new way of thinking than it is to think yourself into a new way of acting. You can tell yourself you're going to learn how to roller skate. You can read all the books, watch all the videos, even buy yourself a fancy pair of skates. But until you strap them on and actually start skating, you're not going to be a good skater. Just telling yourself you're going to be happier doesn't work. You have to take actions that will actually make you happier. Forgive those who have hurt you. (sighs) Forgiveness is not something you do for others, as it seems. I have found that forgiveness is something you do for yourself. Having that resentful fireball in the pit of your stomach is no good for your body, your mind, or your soul. When we carry around hurt and anger, it festers and grows into a spirit of bitterness and offense. When our hearts become bitter and offended, we live life wounded and see every interaction through the lens of that pain, like wearing foggy glasses, trying to have a clear view. Forgiveness doesn't mean that the betrayal is okay. People get this one confused. Sometimes others can perceive you to be some kind of chump because you forgave. It doesn't mean that you forgot and didn't learn the lesson from the experience. It doesn't mean what the person did to you is okay. Forgiveness is a gift to yourself, not a release of guilt to the offender. It sets you free from the weight of carrying around all that unnecessary hurt and anger. Nourish the relationships you want to flourish. This concept is acceptable to so many things in life, but specifically for this example. Let's focus on relationships. Study after study has shown that the biggest predictor of happiness in our lives is the quality of our relationships. It's key to invest our limited time and emotional energy toward the people who we love the most. What you nourish will flourish. Advise the imposter syndrome that you are the real deal. The imposter syndrome is a common and well-documented phenomenon. It's even more common among professional entrepreneurs and high-achieving individuals. In short, it means in any situation you feel like you don't really belong, that you're a fraud, and eventually they will notice and realize that you have no idea what you're doing. And get this, 
As people's success levels increase, the imposter syndrome can increase, increase with it. But don't fall for the okie doke. You can definitely push through that madness. The key, key to getting rid of the imposter syndrome is to simply be aware of it in the first place. Because when you know it's there, like a threat standing in front of you, you can take away its power to affect you and fight back. Get the help you need on any given level. My whole life and direction changed when I decided long ago to get serious about spending my time and my money to get new skills and information, then enlarge my scope and compare notes with others to develop and focus the wisdom I needed to move forward with my dreams. Even now, it's a continuous process to listen, learn, and grow as much as I can. What dreams do you have? that you could take steps this week to achieve by allowing another person or organization to help you. Be someone who is always learning. Again, I'm totally preaching to myself here. It is so important to focus on what you can learn from others instead of assuming that you know everything. When you learn something new, it makes you feel accomplished and successful. Truly, the best leaders are often the best learners. Overcome the tendency to self-sabotage. I see this all the time with people who dream of starting their own business, writing a book, or even taking a trip. Instead of taking the course they need, hiring the coach or advisor they need, or working step-by-step -step to get from point A to point B, they self-sabotage by saying things like, oh, maybe I'm not ready, or... It all feels too overwhelming right now. I don't know. I, maybe I'll do it one day. The problem is, one day rarely ever comes. Someday Isle is not an island in the Pacific. It's a procrastination perspective that continues holding you back. By deciding that your dreams and goals are worth it and moving forward, even when it feels scary or uncomfortable, that right there is how you avoid self-sabotage. Understand that the comparison game is always a no-win situation. There's a lot you can say about this one. But suffice to say, when you base your own sense of yourself on the image of someone else and you compare yourself to them for validity, you never get clear about who you are. And when you do continuous side-by-side -side comparisons of other people for your own identifying purposes, you deny either one the value they deserve. Parents who preach the be-like-your-brother principle also make grave mistakes with their children. Sales managers do it too and blow the whole deal because people generally resist when you want to make them a carbon copy instead of accepting their individuality and helping them grow as who they are instead of who they're not. Let yourself rest. I'm telling you, I have learned this one, especially over the last few weeks following knee replacement surgery. I've been working my way toward the principle over the last year, but now I fully get it. Certainly never quit, but definitely rest when you need it. The phrase should be relatively self-explanatory. You would think the easiest of the Ten Commandments to follow would be the Sabbath or day off, but most of us don't do it. Allowing yourself to rest reduces anxiety, increases happiness, 
and protects your body from illness. Get some rest, people. Write things down. Document what's important. I've been married for 20 plus years and my two sons are 26 and 22 years old, respectively. My old great dog, Jazz, died a couple years ago now and I just brought home a new black lab earlier today. I have tax forms, mortgage documents, karate curriculums, dates and times and meeting notes from a host of sources, including the 20 people rolling up to me directly at my corporate position. Fact is, it's an overwhelming truth that it's possible to forget some things if you don't document them somewhere. An electronic file, a hard copy file, or both, but get your stuff organized. It feels a whole lot better when you have that security blanket of knowing and retaining what you need to remember. Learn to let your values drive your choices. I will not sell my soul to the devil. Character, honor, and integrity are important guiding principles. Making choices that don't align with your core values will always leave you feeling discontent. This is just as important in your personal life as it is in business. Unfortunately, there have been many times over the years where a company I worked with was not a positive environment and wanted me to compromise my actions, my directions, or the true sense of myself, my culture, or my values to win or keep the gig. Yes, maybe I really liked the job, or really needed the security for my family, or was simply climbing the ladder. Even when the money was great, there are certain things I can't do. In my case, saying no or saying goodbye was the best choice for my own personal peace and happiness. Living life in a way that doesn't align with your values and beliefs never leads to happiness. You just poison the well and get sick from the water. Develop a zero tolerance policy for drama. You ever met someone who tells you often how much they hate drama? yet they always seem to be in the middle of some. Some people just simply thrive on drama while never realizing they are the cause of the drama. Developing a zero tolerance policy for drama will greatly reduce the stress in your life because you won't be sucked into other people's craziness. Have a framework for making smart decisions. In the end, just do your research and think before you act. That's all. Remember your growth mindset. There are two common types of mindsets. Fixed, meaning you believe that your intelligence and abilities are set and unchanging. And growth, meaning you believe these things can and will grow. When you have a growth mindset, you believe that you can change, grow, learn, and develop into the person you have been created to be. The way you think about yourself will help you grow or stay stuck. Don't limit your own potential by not recognizing it. Learn to accept your looks and your body. The creator made you the way he wanted you, and that's good enough. If you don't like you, then who else will? All of us are unique, but we all have one thing in common. There is something about our looks 
or our body that we don't like. But here's the truth. No one, and I mean no one, is out there preoccupied with your appearance and judging your looks or your body like you might think. I promise you this, you'd be surprised how much more you worry about it than they notice. Challenge yourself to give up hating on your appearance for one week and see how life-changing it is. You'll be glad you did. Allow yourself not to be cool. Now that I've turned 63 and have people in their 20s working with me, it's come to my attention that I'm not necessarily cool anymore. I have it on good authority for my young sons that if you're not genetically gifted with something like the cool gene uh, and you try too hard to be cool, then you won't be. So I've learned a bit. So my point is simply this. Be your own outstanding, awesome self no matter what age you are. Being who you are and not trying to fit into some idea of how you should be it was, was what brings real happiness along the way. <laughs> and you may still be cool, but you know what I'm saying. Celebrate that your life isn't always perfect. In spite of anything that goes down, remember that real life has ups, downs, and in-betweens, but is always amazing. If you don't think your days are awesome, just try missing one. Give yourself permission to disappoint others, or at least forgive yourself when you do. This one is easier said than done. Disappointing others is just a fact of life, accepting that we are going to both disappoint others and be disappointed by others reduces our unrealistic expectations ultimately making us happier people. While you don't want to, and you wish you didn't, make every effort to get over it and move on. Final note, apologize where you can. Commit time daily for things that bring you the most joy. In a word, spend some time every day doing things that bring you joy, even if it's just singing in the shower or running on the beach. The simplest things can be the most enjoyable when they are your things. You don't have to carve out hours a day doing the things that you love, but intentionally building in time will protect your happiness and joy from the stress of daily life. Focus on finding win-win solutions. We've all heard this concept in business, the win-win solution or proposition. Finding win-win solutions in every relationship will strengthen and protect your friendships and your family relationships. Learning to compromise and truly working to reach the best possible decision for everyone involved leaves everyone feeling happier and less stressed. Win-win, y'all. Outsource and automate the little things in your life that you don't enjoy. <laughs> Life is too short to do things that you hate when you have a choice in the matter. There are so many ways to automate the little things in life that seem to bug you. Little things like online bill paying, shopping via Amazon Prime, and even online grocery shopping if you like that thing. They're pretty cool inventions indeed, and they can be very, very useful. Consider them.
Identify your people. Huh. Find the three people who have earned your trust and whose own lives bear good fruit. Then let those people become your trusted advisors. The mastermind principle is where two or more minds work together on the same project with perfect harmony toward a final goal. Try it. You'll like it. Make peace with unpredictability. Plans change, cars break down, movies sell out, flights get canceled. In fact, the only thing predictable about life is that it is unpredictable. Learning to go with the flow will go a long way in reducing your stress level. Relax. It all works out. Define your personal boundaries and defend them. You know your life better than anyone else. You know what you can handle, what you have time for, and what types of things push your buttons. Setting your boundaries allows you to be in control of what you say yes to. I defend my boundaries now with humor and humility most days, and in doing so, I feel stronger and happier. But on those other days, when my buttons get pushed, I fight for my boundaries. That's just how it is. Get enough sleep. <laughs> this one's a little different than just get some rest. Sleep deprivation is taking a serious toll on many of us. I have found that it's definitely worth my time to pay attention to my sleep patterns and get the Z's I need. Focus on how you're making the world a better place if you want to. I heard a random psychologist on TV say, wake up every morning and ask yourself how you can make someone else's day better. As corny as it sounds, the truth is when we serve others, our family, our friends, our co-workers, the stranger whose cup of coffee we buy, we are happier people, and so are the people around us. Imagine if we all asked ourselves this question every day and then acted on it. Start out on the right track the night before. Because we're not all morning people, our brains don't always work well before we have that first cup of coffee. Whenever possible, it's good to set yourself up for success the night before. Coffee's ready to brew, the report is done, the clothes are laid out, we took care of any little things that need to be done first thing in the morning, and this could be a simple note to self as a reminder. A dedicated five or ten minutes every evening saves a lot of stress and hassle the next morning. Remember that feelings aren't facts. Just because we feel something doesn't necessarily make it true. Some days when I've been overly tired and I'm facing a battle after a battle professionally, or I, I could feel like everything's terrible. It may even be a valid feeling, but just because I feel like everything is terrible doesn't mean it is. So I've learned. If we wait to send that fiery email reply, or that negative social media comment, or that mad emoji-filled emoji text until we have stepped back and looked at things a bit more objectively with fresh eyes, we can often see that things weren't quite as bad as we thought. Sometimes, just take 10 seconds before we act. That could be a really good thing to do. Set yourself up for happy surprises. Have you ever found a $20 bill and you put in the pocket of a jacket when you put it on? <laughs> Didn't that make you happy? 
I intentionally try to leave myself little surprises all the time. Sometimes it's money in the middle of a book. Sometimes it's a quote, a phrase I wrote down to remember, which I stuck inside my work portfolio as a positive reference. With my full life, it's not difficult to forget they're there. So when I find them, voila, instant happy. Don't insist on perfect all the time. If there's one happiness lesson in parenting I've learned, it is that good enough is just fine, especially when your kids are young. If you can survive the day without something broken, something thrown up on, something without a blood stain, or a day without a broken heart, it's a total win. Just keep moving. Get some exercise. Once again, you, you knew this one was coming. Isn't it funny how many of the things we're supposed to do to make us happy are all things our moms told us to do our whole lives. Turns out, research backs up our mom's wisdom. Research shows that getting exercise improves your health, your well-being, and your life. Whether it's going outside for a walk and getting some fresh air, or using something as simple as a seven-minute workout app on your phone, or however you want to do it, or moving your body somehow will always make you happier. Keep moving. Come on now. Keep moving. Practice smiling. No, seriously. It's been proven that when you smile, a message is sent to your brain telling it that you are good. Try it. When you smile, something happens inside. Even if it's a fake smile, it still does something weird and good. The power of a genuine smile, research has shown, not only makes you happy, but it makes those around you happier as well. Smile, and the world smiles with you. Let yourself love anyway. People are people, and no matter how much we try to protect ourselves from being hurt, at some point we are going to be hurt anyway. If we wrap ourselves up in bubble wrap and hide in a closet, we might not get hurt, but we will all be miserable and lonely. If people hurt you, Forgive them and let yourself love anyway. Know what real success looks like. Success is not always the final destination or accomplishment. Sometimes it's simply the effort and the intention. Let the chips fall where they may and give it your best shot. The rest will work itself out in due time. Stay your course, live your creed, your time will come. And number 52 on my list today. Notice the perfect, even in the imperfect. Did you know that a four-leaf clover is imperfect? It's a mutation of sorts. And yet, when we find one, we believe we have found something special, as we're told. That is a good example of noticing the perfect, even in the imperfect. When I receive a cool greeting card from my sons, either one of them, I don't criticize the handwriting or a possible misspelled word. I respect and appreciate that he took time and made the effort, and that's enough. When a great friend comes to visit, I don't complain about what time their plane arrives. I'm just glad they could make it. 
honestly, with practice, noticing the perfect, even in the imperfect, helps us celebrate the good things in our lives. Hopefully, this crazy list gave you at least one thing to remember so that you can keep on moving. Don't stop. Thank you for joining us again today for another episode of Round 12. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. May the worst days of your future be like the best days of your past. And may you continue to answer life's bell every time. Until we meet again, time!